Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. This is Matt Staub. And we're ready to go on episode number three zero, talking about UPS. Yeah, we have a good UPS story here that happened. So, and this was in New York. So basically, <laughs> because of the actions of one of the employees, and for some reason I thought that UPS drivers weren't necessarily all employees, but some of them were independent contractors. But I know you're not going to want to get into that because I know you hate the distinction between the two. <laughs> Please, no. There was a 90-minute protest by one of the UPS drivers, and it happened, and people kind of went along with it. And as a result, they have already dismissed 20 of the workers, and they're planning on terminating another 230. So 250 potential employees are going to be let go because of one person's 90-minute protest. I think he was a union activist. And it, of course, it was over an hour's dispute too. So I'm sure it's something that's probably legitimate. And I don't know if you heard about this story at all, but it seems like UPS might not be making the best call in this situation. Well, it's not easy. I think it's tough because... So basically, I think these drivers are in a union and for whatever reason, when you have employees in a union, all the rules tend to change when it comes to employment law issues, okay? There's a lot of provisions in there. But basically, what UPS is saying is that, okay, yeah, you have a right to do certain things. And you know, a lot of unions have a right to strike and so forth. But this particular action of this particular protest is against the labor contract that we have. And so therefore, it's blatant insubordination and it's an illegal conduct. And so therefore, we have every right to terminate the employee for this. And it's unclear. I don't know if it's the case that the employee was doing the 90-minute protest and the other employees joined him, but I thought that the protest was because that one particular employee was terminated for misconduct and then these other 250 employees did a 90-minute protest. But either way, the point's still uh, the yeah. same. It was kind of unclear. That, that makes a lot more sense than how I described it previously. Oh, here we are. Yeah, we find yeah, a group of 250 employees walked out for 90 minutes. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. We have a long history in our country of striking and protesting. And without getting into the details and the politics of unions in itself, I think the most important thing to get from this is that one is UPS is not going to terminate and also hold to that termination. They haven't backed up on this without a pretty solid standing ground in doing this. And keep in mind too, I also read that some of these cities, including New York, are not necessarily too happy about UPS's actions and they're threatening to terminate the contracts that they may have with UPS as well. UPS took a pretty no-nonsense approach to this and I kind of respect it, assuming they did it in the most legally appropriate way possible. Just say, hey, we have people that are walking out or protesting. We just, we're not going to put up with that. And if that's what you're going to do, we're just going to get rid of you. And 250 is a lot of people, don't get me wrong, but the distribution center itself has 1,400 workers. So I guess they could find people to replace them. For an hour and a half, I mean, they claim that because of that hour and a half, things get delayed. And if things get delayed, then they incur penalties from it. And that's probably true and so forth. And there's no doubt that they probably incurred some expense for this. But I think the point is they wanted to make a point so that this wouldn't happen again, or they weren't being manipulated through these protests. And if they found a way to do it in a way that's legally, I think, I mean, we'll see, but I'm pretty sure it's fine. That's just big business, how it goes. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do the same thing that Domino's did and when they let go all those people and then they kind of recanted on it. And Actually, we're, gonna, we're not going to let you go. I guess they've only let go of 20 
And they said they planned on terminating another 230. So there's still time for them to just not do that and dismiss the 20. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think they've issued termination notices so that the, the only reason I think they're not letting them go right away is because they need to retrain people to replace them. Otherwise, they may have already done so. But you're right, they could turn back. And it's funny that you mentioned that pizza place because I think the big difference with that was that it was a franchise owner, right? Right. And maybe not as sophisticated, it didn't go through the corporate legal department and so forth. But I can tell you for this, you don't fire 250 employees without it going through legal, through UPS's legal department. I would hope so, at least. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Yeah. You would think. All right. We'll try to keep up to date with what happens with this and just see if they end up going through with it or kind of going back on it and see what ends up coming of it. Let's get to the question of the day. I keep losing employees after I spend time training them. Is there something I can do to lock them in long-term if they perform well? And this comes from a marketing firm in Santa Ana. Santa Ana. You know, this is a big problem, I think, with a lot of companies, not just in marketing and so forth. I think marketing has a lot of uh, sales teams and so forth, so they may have high turnaround. But I can think of some other industries and businesses that have this training period and you just have some level of attrition. And you're right. In marketing, from what I've seen and people I know that are in the industry, it's pretty interchangeable. They seem to be switching firms, switching companies all the time, just ever-changing. So I mean, for this specific industry, first things first, I don't know if you... <laughs> it's just kind of an industry where this happens. So you have to keep that in mind when you're hiring people that... you know, Unless you just have outstanding pay or outstanding culture, outstanding benefits, you know, you're going to be prone to this from the get-go. Yeah. But... To answer the question, whether you can lock them in, when we got this, I started thinking about this. There is something I'm almost reluctant to give the answer because I don't think it's good business practice. But here's the answer is that there's something called a liquidation damages clause. Okay. If you have an employee sign up in a long term contract, first of all, that, that's a requirement too, is that it can't be an at will agreement. You have to have them sign up for at least a month or two months or whatever after the training period, right? Because you want to keep them long term. And so that means also that you're going to have to provide provisions for termination, whether it's for cause, without cause, and so forth. So no matter what I'm saying, you're going to have to have an attorney draft this. But then also, you can have it so that if they terminate the contract before the end of its term, you could include a liquidation damages clause, which has very strict requirements. In some jurisdictions for employees, it's not enforced. But what you can do is you can make it so that you can recoup the cost of the training. However, especially with employees, you can't make it so that you can deduct this amount from their paycheck, like their last paycheck if they quit. And also, it can't be termed as a penalty. Otherwise, it's also enforceable. The bottom line is is that it may be possible, but I think if you have high turnover, you can't bind them through a legal doc. I definitely thought you were going to say just lock them up in a cage like the first episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the first step. That's pretty much your only other option is just to go back to days of slavery. Uh, (laughs) Slavery still does exist in certain countries, and you can move there, or you can do it in secret. And these are all things that I think are morally reprehensible and illegal, but uh, that's definitely an option. Well, I do think there is something, and it's not necessarily something you can do from after you hired them. It's more pre-hire, and that's a very good screening process. And going back to what I said before with just the company culture, bottom line is if you have a good culture and the compensation's right, then you're not going to lose the people. You're not going to lose as many people. So you know, if you have that and 
if you have the proper screening and you hire the right people, I mean, that's probably your best bet in terms of keeping people long-term. It's not necessarily something you can do from a legal perspective or from a contract perspective, but it's just something that will make it more likely that they stick around. Yeah, I think that's true. And also think about this concept is that whenever we get a new client, one of the first questions I ask, well, I don't want to say first, but one of the questions in the beginning that we ask is that, what kind of turnover do you have with your employees? And the reason I ask that is because it gives me a good idea of what kind of risk we're running with this particular client going forward, because the more turnover you have, I think the more risk you have dealing with employment issues. And also it tells me about the culture of the business. If you have high turnover in a position which shouldn't have high turnover, then it's a big red flag. And so for example, a minimum wage telemarketing position is expected to have high turnover. I mean, that's the nature of it. However, I've seen plenty of businesses that don't because they are somehow able to attract those employees and keep them for the long term. So if you do have high turnover and you keep losing your employees after training, I would look more beyond, and I guess we're saying the same thing over and over again, but look beyond more than just a legal document and seeing what you can do to change who you're hiring and everything from even the job posting, how those documents are drafted, because maybe the expectations aren't being met by your employee. Exactly. Culture is king. That's what it comes down to. Very good. All right. Well, that was a long answer to a (laughs) short question, but I think we got it. Yeah, I think so. It's the best you can really hope for when they ask that. Well, I think it's a good way to end of the week, end our episode, episode number 30. If you have any more questions for us, which I hope you do, we definitely enjoy them. You can send them in at ask at legallysoundsmartbusiness.com. And don't forget to leave a review and check out our website as well. Definitely. And as always, keep it sound and keep it smart. All right. Have a good one. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.